Hey there, thank you so much for listening to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck, and I am a psychic medium. If you are seeking conversation with loved ones on the other side, or discussion about spirituality, life after life, and anything in between, join me as we discuss all things spirit. We are collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening right now and recognizing that we are much, much more than we once believed. We don't die and life doesn't end. We are eternal spiritual beings living in this crazy 3D virtual world of existence. Let's talk about it. Hey guys, welcome back to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck, I am your host, and can you believe we're already at episode 34? I have such an amazing guest for you today. Well, you know what? I say that every week. I think all of these guests are so amazing, right? Um, and today we have Cheryl Murphy. Cheryl Murphy is an accomplished evidential medium and psychic, and she's been studying metaphysics for over 20 years. She's oriented her practice as a spiritual medium towards channeling departed loved ones and helping people make life's important decisions. She's an ordained minister. She's a certified hypnotherapist, as well as a health and wellness intuitive. She's the founder of the Healing Prayer Circle and also a contributing author to the book called The Last Breath, True Stories of Mediumship, the Afterlife, and Messages from Heaven. That book is amazing. I highly recommend it. It is incredibly inspiring. It's a compilation of about 20-something mediums telling their stories. Cheryl is also an incredible pet psychic, you guys. She has a, a beautiful connection to the pets. She's able to connect with your pets mediumistically. She's able to connect with your pets psychically. So if any of you are having any issues with your pets, behavioral issues, um, attitude issues, you know how they can be. <laughs> I highly recommend give Cheryl a call. Her information will all be in the, in the show notes. So you guys, please enjoy. Thank you so much for being here at Something Super Spiritual. We're so happy to see you. Thank you so much for being here. It's really been exciting. I've been looking forward to this really all week long. Thank you. I have too. I've, I, I know so much about you just by seeing you out and about doing work with Thomas John and Suzanne Northrup. And, and then of course your own thing. I saw you doing your podcast with Kelly on YouTube the other day. Right. Uh, and I saw you with Irene on oh my gosh. the grieving podcast. I can't remember the full name. I, yeah. A grief, a grief to rebirth podcast. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been following her for years now. So yeah, it's just been fun to seeing you pop up all over the place yeah, and it's I, an honor to meet you. So thank you for being here with me. You're welcome. It's really a pleasure to be here. So I, as I told you, you know, you've been my go-to for, for pet readings. Everybody comes to me and says, do you know who I can go to for the best pet psychic reading I can get? I'm having troubles with so-and-so or so-and-so or this or that, or, or I just lost my pet and I'm just devastated as, as we know, right? And I get pets often, but I don't, I haven't gone deep with the actual communication with them like you. So I, I know people are absolutely fascinated about this aspect of mediumship. I know people, well, I know they're fascinated with all aspects because let's be honest, it's 
a little out there, <laughs> you know? And a lot of people ask, you know, do our pets have souls? Do our pets, like, are they eternal like we are? Will we ever see them again? So that's a really big concern for a lot of people. And of course, you and I know that answer is yes. And I love that you are able to connect so deeply with them that you can actually communicate. And just with the experiences that I've heard from friends of mine who have sat with you, just the little funny things where you like kind of accidentally called, call them out for, for, you know, silly little, like the dogs tattled on them, you know, like, like I'm sitting around watching TV too much, you know, <laughs> it's, true. It's, true. Uh, it's just rich. So would you please talk a little bit about, about your history? And I mean, I know just by knowing you, you've been feeling spirit since a child. When did the pets come in it for you? You know, the pets came in for me actually when I was very young, when, you know, I, I was raised in a household where being psychic and a medium was natural. It runs in the women's side of my family. My great aunt worked for the government find, to help find a missing pilot and plane. Even though we don't hear about that, right? We don't hear those stories. But the women in my family, you know, they would gather, right? And we would talk about intuition and I was very young at the time, but we had our own pets. And I feel like that's when animal communication stepped in for me. Animal communication stepped in because we had puppies and dogs and rabbits and, you know, horses. And really you find that, yes, animals have a soul. They absolutely have a soul. So even at a young age, I was communicating with them and I really incorporated it into my practice because people were asking about it or Maybe they were, their pets would jump in on the reading. The departed pets would jump in. And that was so funny because people weren't expecting it. But the animals are a soul and they want to be part of the reading, right? A lot of people want, know that their pets are their family, right? Pets are family members too. And pets do go to heaven. Yes, they do. Absolutely. And they are a soul. I feel animals, you know, I, I think they look out for us. I really do. I, I think they help us. They help support us. They, they maybe try to help encourage us or heal us. Agreed. Right. Mm -hmm. You've heard the animals that you're, if you're in pain somewhere, your animal may sit on that part of your body that needs healing at that time. We've heard of that a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Animals and spirit come through and usually more, more than one animal will come through when I'm doing my readings, but I love it. So I work with animals that are departed and I also work with animals that are here living. For example, I helped a woman who had some horses that were race horses. This is professional racehorse thoroughbreds. And she sends me the photographs and I'm doing psychometry. Yep. That's where you read the energy off the photograph. Yep. And I'm telling her about her horses and what they need for their health, for their conditioning. One of them had a sore leg that was being treated. So I was trying to give her some information, doing a medical scan or a body scan of the animal, trying to help her really take care and nurture her animals because they are, they're her children, right? Our pets yeah. are, are our children. Oh, totally. Yeah. So to speak. And you know, even my animals. So growing up, I've always been, you know, I've always had a thing for love, be having unconditional love for animals. And I know a lot of people who are in my line of work and in our line of work, the intuition, the mediumship, 
we're empaths, you know, and so many empaths are opening up right now. We're having so much of a spiritual awakening happening and it has been happening for a few years now, but people are really opening up and asking those questions, which are profound. And that's really moving our energy forward. It's raising the vibration. It's moving the frequency into that fifth dimensional energy that we're all looking forward to or wanting to naturally move forward. Right. So people who are, I think people who love animals, there's really a kinship there. It's almost like animals give us energy too, right? So if we, if we ever, if we're, if we're sad, you know, if we're sad, they're sending us their love, right? You have felt that? Totally. In the, in the darkest times, the darkest times, my, my first major breakup back in 2008, it was an 11 year relationship. And I, I was staying with some friends in Maui. And there I was just heartbreak, heartbroken, devastated. You know, I mean, like I I sobbed every day. And this sweet Maddie would come up to me and just, she knew, she just knew. And she would just get as close to me and just like, just like hug her in the way that she could hug me, just getting that close and putting her head right here. It's so true. And and you were talking about how when you are, are hurting or you ache somewhere or I just recently had two surgeries, one last August and one in October on my feet, one on my right and one on my left. And 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 I noticed that Asher, my gold retriever, will come up and lay down on my feet more often than usual. And 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 I, I didn't even notice it. I just I'm so used to it. But now that you said that, I was like, yes, true. he does. Yep. True. They are. They, I've always thought of them as little healers in their they own are. way, emotional healing, physical healing, and yeah, I completely They'll agree do with you. For us, yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 they do see the spirit world, and and they have personalities. Animals have personalities, and they have a soul and a heart, and they mourn too. When you know, when my father passed, um, my his dog Tiger, who adopted me, I became Tiger's guardian after my father's passing. Yeah. But Tiger noticed the loss, even though animals know that the soul lives. And my sure tiger could see my father and that, and a lot of people ask me that question when they're, when their animals are looking out into space, so to speak, are they seeing something? Do they see? Yes, they do. They They do. (laughs) They see your, but also animals, their soul is so deep. If we really, I really feel that we're moving forward with learning more about animals, about communicating with them, you know, using all the gifts and their abilities and their job too. You know, they are here for a soul's purpose, just like you and I are. They are here to accomplish a mission, to, to find us, for us to be their guardian, their best friend as well. And that's what they're here for. They are here to also help raise the planet's vibration, help spread that love and that joy. So animals really are hopefully very, very soon, they're they're continuing to get more and more attention about all of the abilities that they're here to do for us. Yeah. Oh, that's really, it's profound, actually. I mean, and, and it, I hadn't thought of it in those exact words, but yeah, it's just pinging everything on my insides. And I, I feel that, yeah, completely. You know, animals talk to us telepathically. That's how they usually talk to us, right? They'll send us an image. My dog, Tiger, now my dog, now Tiger's my dog and we're looking for a place to live. And Tiger sends me an image of a house, a white front door with two trees on either side. 
and I could, I knew it was sending, I knew that was Tiger sending it to me because it wasn't anything I was thinking of. I was really connecting with him, having the conversation with him about where we were going to move to. He sends me this image of the house with the trees. Sure enough, divine spirit is working on my behalf. Tiger can see the future in some way. It hasn't happened yet for us, but he can see it. And he sent me that oh. photo image. Sure enough, Jeffrey, the house we get is a white house with two trees on either side of the front door. And we live this happy in heaven life, you know, together. Oh. Truly, Chilly our buzz. pets will connect with us if we let them. Yeah. Oh, it's so true. It yeah. is so true. Oh my gosh, you just said so much in there. And I just, there's so many directions that we can go with the pets. With respect to them communicating with us, I had an experience once about 15 or 16, 17 years ago, something like that with the, one of my other golden retrievers. She's in spirit now. But, and it was right when I was opening up. I had been attuned to the Reiki in 2006. That was the impetus. That was, I, that was my the side effect for me was that it just <laughs> ignited all the spiritual senses, right? So I was like, what is happening? And there was one morning during this period, I was asleep. And, and it was, it was in that, that space between awake and asleep, that little, like where you're there, but you're not, but you're here, but you're, it's that, you know, that space. Oh yeah. And Goldie was right next to me. And I heard with my physical ears, I was not dreaming. I heard daddy get up. <laughs> and I was like, I boom, I was up so fast because it was like a little girl standing i mean literally as tall as you know three feet tall saying daddy get up and i was like wow and it just makes me wonder you know like that started my 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 real like connection and recognizing a deeper much more expanded awareness within our pets and within our relationship together with our pets you know what i'm saying so so i guess my question is how can people start to like they, they're, they're listening to us right now when they leave? How what do you recommend? How do you advise them to really start paying attention and get started intentionally hearing their pets? So, well, whether your pet is with you alive here in the physical or are or has departed the number one way to connect with your pet is through the heart chakra. It's through having unconditional love for them because what they do for us is they help open us, open up our emotions. They communicate through emotion. Now we may hear it, feel it, sense it. We may hear it like someone speaking to us, like a human. We may see an image as I did. We may feel them around. But really, it is about connecting to your animal, your pet, your furry family member on a heart-to-heart -heart level. That is the number one way and the biggest way to connect with them is to either have a photograph of them or have them with you if, if they're still living and with you or if they're past have a photograph or you may have had the clip of their hair or that paw print or you know that photograph will use that. That's an easy one for psychometry. And you really connect with them. You look at their heart and you feel your heart 
showing this beautiful beam of light connecting with them. That's a very good way to start the process. Um, after you've done that, I want to say it is about expressing your love to them, giving them gratitude for how much you enjoyed having them in your life, about how you do feel connected as a soul. And we really want to talk to them as a soul. They, they're hearing you, they're feeling your thoughts, they're understanding where you're coming from. And then Jeffrey, the big part about it is we have to actually let them talk to us. We have to listen. A lot of us put so much pressure on ourselves. You know, we're so hard on ourselves about why we can't hear our loved ones or, you know, why isn't it happening for me? And it really is all about relaxing more and surrendering, you know, yes, yes. surrendering. Yeah. That's really the big key here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for, and for me too, on top of that was, and I also, I didn't realize this, at the time, that's why I'm saying this, is to let go of expectations and demands that you may not even realize you have. And and for me, I had this expectation of what Claire Audience should be versus how I actually receive Claire Audience. Interesting. Yeah. That's actually a good example. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's a great example because when my dog Tiger did end up passing, he came to me three days before in this beautiful paisley energy ball of light right in front of me because i was not at the i was not at my house at the time i was at a meeting but he came to me in this meeting and said hey cheryl i'm going to pass away in 3 days i just want to let you know you know i love you i had a great time i'm going to be there for you i just wanted to let you know give you the heads up and then in a moment that ball of light disappeared and then the person I was actually talking to came back into the picture. It's almost like they faded out, enter stage right, you know, your yeah. animal. Then they left. And it was this beautiful swirl of energy with him, you know, you know, coming forward to me. And and I was with him when he passed. I mean, I'm very grateful that I was with him because, but he gave me the heads up. Yeah. And I, you know, I didn't ask for that to happen. And I am so grateful that that happened. But that's really the connection that you cultivate, you know, that you talk to your animals like they're your best friend yeah. and they will, you know, they, they're already, you know, you're already their best friend. But when you start realizing that these beautiful souls have a tremendous amount that we can learn from, oh. they can communicate in dimensions beyond what we even realize, you know, they're, they're truly magnificent healers and beings in their own right. Completely. Yeah. 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 And I've noticed too, that they can be mirrors for ourselves in those moments that, I mean, can be so eye-opening for ourselves, you know? And, and that's to say, obviously, you know, like, like people, our people in front of us, our friends, our frenemies, our enemies, our neighbors, you know, whomever. I mean, anybody's a mirror for us, right? But so are they. They Very absolutely much. are. And, and there's just so much to be learned from them in 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 a way that like we not having that awareness have often just looked past you know we have, we have and we and they remind us they remind us and they bring us into the present moment yes. right away right away they're with you they're with you and they're happy to see you and and there's nothing that you could ever do to upset them in any way and 
they are very much in that high vibration, once again, of unconditional love. And so in some way, you know, we really have to understand that there's a, there is a possibility for us to actually open our hearts more. We can actually go deeper in our own work as spiritual beings by really connecting to animals, even on a, even if they're in pain or if they're in grief, if they're happy, if they're sad, being in the present moment, it, it opens your whole intuitive field up. If we can just realize that being in the intuitive present moment, we can see both past, present, and future at the same time, really. Yeah. There is no time when you're in that energy, well, energy realm. Agreed. One thing that I can also suggest to people is if you ever meditate or when you do meditate, sometimes you'll find that your animal wants to meditate too. They want to come sit by you or there's a calming presence that they're emitting because totally. they're feeling that energy. Yeah. yeah. It means a lot. They're it feeling totally means a lot, you know, and, and, and looking back, back in 2006, 2007, I would sit in my walk-in closet and give myself Reiki treatments in that meditative state. And, and that's when I started to recognize a lot of, a lot of that. Right. But at the same time, my cat always came in there with me and just curled up right next to me. And he wasn't like, it wasn't always, he wasn't the type of, of cat that would like needed to always be next to you or wanted to be cuddled with, you know what I, you know, cats are like, ah, no, no, let me go. But always in that closet, it was, yeah, that's a really great point. It's funny. And, you know, when I do readings for people, so, you know, for departed animals, yes, our, our animals go to heaven. That's a big question. I get a lot. Do they, are they, do they, are, do they know me? Is it okay for me to get another animal? I'm like, yes, it's okay for you to get another pet. If anything, they're going to bring you another pet because they want you to be happy, right? You get that question totally. a lot. Yep, too. all the time. Yep, agreed. They, they want you to be happy. They're bringing you that pet. And you might even, because some people will leave their food bowls out, you know, for their animal that may have just passed, you know, yep. just because, you know, they're they're sad and they're mourning. And that's perfectly fine because the animals are still with us. I yes. do believe we can still sense them and feel them and know that they are also participating in, in our soul's growth still. So mm -hmm. even though we don't see them because they've transitioned into the afterlife, so to speak, we can still understand them and actually still create that bond with them. Yes. You know, we can still create and have a relationship with our animals and spirit just as our departed loved ones, because it Absolutely. is that soul connection. Yeah. Since we're talking about this, thank you. What, many people that the pet lovers that we are, the most horrifying, horrible part of loving and having a pet is that very end when we yes. have to make the decision. I get the question all the time. Would you please talk about that decision? Right. I just had that call about a week ago about euthanasia and is it okay to put animals down and, you know, I believe that your animal, I believe that your animal is connecting with you and you know when it's the right time to put your animal down and not putting them down. It's, it's like, it's almost like they're giving you permission. Your animals are never in pain during their transition. I do believe they in some way are connecting with you, guiding you, supporting you to even make that decision, if that makes sense. 
like there's some other realm, there's some higher purpose to why we're doing this. And the animals, they are, they're happy no matter what. They are always with us. To, to us, to you and I, it may seem like grief and sadness and pain, but to them, they are okay because somehow they already know they already know what's going to happen. They know that they're going to jump over to the other side and that they're going to still be with us and be a guide for us. Yes, I absolutely think that that is a humane way, you know, if 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 you're drawn to do that or if you feel that way. Absolutely. I do believe that your animals are okay with that. I do believe that they want you to know that you're helping them. That's really the goal here is that they're okay with it. You know, they know that their time has come. They even know days and weeks before. I do believe in some way they are, they have a, a hand in it or, or they participate in, you know, when it happens. Too. Yeah, I do agreed. believe they are loving you to the point of during and letting you know that it's okay. But we do, we carry guilt. We carry guilt. Oh, we feel we? bad about it. We regret it. Was it too early, too late? Did they know? Do they know? They know that there is only love. And that's yes. what they know. They know that only love is real. And that's the frequency that they live on. You're absolutely right. I agree with absolutely everything you're saying. It It is so poignant to remember that. And I also believe that they are here to teach us unconditional love. And I believe that in that moment, in those, in those end moments, we making that decision is an act of unconditional love. Ugh. And that's them, right? And and it's huge to have that awareness when you're going into it. Although the, the grief is still there, let's be clear, right? The grief is still there. The grief is going to be there. The pain is going to be there. But they're having that awareness in that moment expands us from the inside out to a place where it takes that that a little bit more of that pain away, you know, in those moments. I've done it probably, oh my goodness, 12 times. Ooh. And and I remember the first time before I was aware of anything, but I remember the first time. I remember that connection. I remember feeling like he could not be alone and I wouldn't let him allow him to be alone without me. I remember that sense of calm and peace and grace coming from him. And it was my first big spiritual lesson. Now that I look back, yeah, there's just, there's, as we're talking about them teaching us and as they're talking about what we can learn from them, and especially in those really difficult moments, yeah, it's, there's, there's a lot going on. There's, There's a, a lot, lot going on. And usually when your animal is crossing over or a departed loved one is crossing over, I feel that the energy that you emit being with them, you are experiencing that, you know, walking them to the bridge, so to speak, the rainbow yeah. bridge, or you are also in that vibration of the sacredness of what's happening to where the communication is even more open than not you know even during grief after you know grief and mourning is really a sacred time to 
honor yourself. And it is a sad time, yes, but it's also a time, I believe, where the veil, so to speak, as they say, is not there. And that's really where we're heading to in this fifth dimension and this yeah. new energy that we're approaching is that the veil is, it's not going to be where are they? It's going to be, oh, there you are. I feel you because that's how we connect with them is through our heart and through our awareness. And that's what's going to happen is as we move closer to these higher vibrations, we're stepping into more of a, an awareness or even an, an agreement, a collective agreement that yes, we can feel our departed loved ones animal and human we can we can sense it and that's why the spiritual awakening is amazing and more and more people are really stepping into their power yeah of who they are naturally completely yeah it's 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 animal, so natural it's there yeah animals are part of it yep. I, I just believe like their role in our in our homes their roles on this planet are going to be significantly more important continuously in the future so it's i agree and and you were talking about the love that we have and how they're so co connected with us and i describe this with my clients and 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 people often that the way i see this connection of love that vibration of love that 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 it's unbreakable it is undeniable and the way i see it it's like a guitar string and when you pluck a guitar string it vibrates from the very bottom to the very top to the very bottom to the very top, you know, and the minute we think of them, the minute we yearn for them, the minute we, we, we look at a picture, whatever, boom, that we, we just, we just strummed that little guitar string and they're immediately they're aware and they're with so us. Tr so true. And a lot of times we're in the thinking mind a lot. And if we can really with our animals, hang out with them in that heart chakra, I believe maybe moving the, the the analytical part of what we're all doing here. We're all moving from analytical brain down to the heart brain, which is full of love and compassion. And that's what animals do for us. They help us. They create better health. Yeah. We hang out with them in that space. That's where we feel grounded. To the, there's a lot of great things that our pets do for us. And oh. uh, you know, go ahead. It yeah. is so true. I mean, think of the, the mental health benefits. They, they alleviate depression and anxiety and grief and and fear and think of the, the the physical benefits you know the 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 emotional benefits i mean all of what you just said is like it goes in every direction every direction and your animals know what's happening they do have a they have that they live in unconditional awareness and maybe yeah. for you and me and it sometimes we we try to but, you know, we have our human moments, you know, where we step out of that, but they are there, you know, 24 seven. And so their frequency is, is really undeniable and such a pleasure to connect with a love like that, you know, a yeah. love like, an, like a pet or a friend. If I could just say, when I do my readings for, for people whose pets are with them, whether they they just want to know what their pet's thinking or they have a behavioral problem or they want to know if it's okay to get another pet. You know, I have a client who 
often calls me, is it okay if we bring in another animal? You know, will, will our cat be okay with that to bring in another cat? This is very good questions. These are very good questions because it's the, it's our self-awareness that, you know, maybe this, you know, we know, understand energy. So it's very good. That's why I do readings for people and their pets to let them know why their animals act or are acting a certain way, or if it's okay to bring in another pet or where do they like to live? Maybe your pet likes, wants something, a darker area of the home to live in because where they live it's so bright or they're where they're sleeping so things like that I even tell people your dog may have a toothache you know and sure enough the woman would take her German shepherd to the vet and there was something starting there so that's what I do as an animal communicator right so I love that part about it too I love that part about it oh it's just (laughs) it's so awesome you know what I find it's I find a little hilarious. We have this relationship with our pets that is so deep, so meaningful. So, I mean, kind of for a lot of us, everything you see people talk about, like when they're watching movies, like it doesn't matter how many people die, but if the dog dies, it's the worst, the worst. (laughs) And, and I have had some, some readings where, you know, of course they're so happy to hear from their mother or their grandmother or whomever, but when, when their pet comes in, it's like, it's like, it's, it's touching in a way that like, it's a, it's a little comical, you know, it's just like, well, there you go. You know? (laughs) It's so true because they're kind of like our children in the way and we get to parent them or be their guardian and we get to protect them and, 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 and nurture them. But our pets, I do believe our pets pick us too. You know, I, Oh my gosh. Do you believe that? Totally reading my mind. My next question was going to be, do pets have soul contracts too? I do believe they do. I believe that too. I think they have soul contracts with each other or with other animals, but also with humans, with circumstances, with these that they are born into. I do believe that. And I do believe that reincarnation with animals is very real too. Just like people, I believe in reincarnation for humans and also for animals. I do believe they can come back again. And I know for many people, like for example, a cat that we just, uh, that came, we adopted, we adopted this white cat because it just kept coming to our house about a year ago. believe it has the personality of my dog that passed tiger. Like it's like a dog in a cat suit or something. I don't know if you've seen that before where some of the animals resemble your animals that have departed. So I believe Look, there's a whole universe of animal compassion that this cat is so much, the mannerisms are so much like, you know, my dog that passed. It's really incredible when you allow your animals to be who they are and that you be open to possibilities of what they can teach you. They're wonderful teachers. Extremely. And, and, and oftentimes in the not so light filled sense of ourselves. You know, the, when, when we get frustrated, when we get angry, when we, you know, when we, with them, you know, and, 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 or maybe they're like, for instance, right now I have August who is just about three, but she, her excitement levels go off the charts. Golden retriever trying to keep her off people is, oh my gosh, it's a nightmare sometimes. And I find myself getting so frustrated, so frustrated, you know, and she's so I'm t- being t- taught patience and calm and breathe, you know, in that moment of just angst. And yeah, yeah, they do. They, they, lots to they teach bring us. back 
they bring you back to center, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. and I know people who give their animals like a massage or, you know, just that physical contact yeah. of, and people can heal their animals. I do believe that just as animals are healing us, I believe we can help heal the animals, you know, whether it's through acupuncture for pets or a little massage here and there to help strengthen their legs if they were injured or, you know, just to kind of help them through their journey as well. But the human connection, it's quite power, powerful. And anytime you touch an animal, I almost feel like they've given us something. They've given us some type of loving energy as a gift. You know, it, it's, it's like they just make your day better. And as you said, they mirror us. Yes, absolutely. They mirror us. If, um, you know, if we're in a great mood or they'll make us, they'll put us in a great mood if we're not. But once again, it's coming back to the present moment. Animals are little Buddhas, you know, maybe they're just Buddhas, right? <laughs> we should just call them. They are. Yeah. They are so present and really they form that connection because it helps them as well. So we are, not only do they help us, but we're helping them. We're helping them by forming that bond. So always know that, that your animals, they come to you for a reason. They come to you. They'll tell you if something's up, you know, my, the tiger, my dog, as I mentioned, he barked one night, waking me up when my loved one was ill in the other room. Cause I was during the night we were sleeping. The dog starts barking. Like they can really be your guardian. They can warn you. They can wake you up as you mentioned earlier too, to, if something's wrong or they can protect you, you know how dogs will stand in front of you if they're not so sure of the stranger or the person walking by you, they will be a guardian for you. So they will tell you how the energy is feeling in a place. If you're never sure, ask your animals, see what, how they're behaving. If they're not comfortable, maybe you should like get, go, to, go, to, go to another place. Right? Oh, that is very true. You know, just talking about my my dog again, Tiger, we went to one veterinarian, didn't like it, couldn't couldn't wait to leave. He was charging for the door, right? It sounds kind of common, but then when you go to another vet, as we did, who was like the dog whisperer, I mean, we went to this vet, you know, God bless him, he's since retired, but the my dog Tiger loved this man, loved everything about the whole office space. So it you think that animals behave the same, but it's because they're trying to tell you something. You know, you need to kind of keep looking for a great vet or keep looking for what your animal enjoys because they are protecting us in many, many ways. They are trying to help us help them. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny, to, it brought back a memory, you talking about that in the vet. My two Goldens about, let's see, maybe four years ago, we moved to the, like the Gig Harbor area in Washington and found a groomer that we had gone to maybe, I'm going to say maybe three times, maybe. And the third time I'm bringing them. Now, usually these two are just overwhelmed and excited they, to to go and see whomever. It doesn't matter where we are. They love the vet. They love the groomers. It, I mean, it, they, they're just in love with everybody. However, this time we went to the groomer and suddenly they were panicking having to walk through that door. Panicking. And I'd never seen this from them. And the groomer came out and helped me get him back there. And I walked out thinking, what is wrong? Something is wrong. And she said, well, you know, maybe they're just used to coming in, you know, either one by one or together or how, whatever the opposite was that I was doing this day. And I thought, yeah, no. So I 
I got them back that day and that's the last time we went. I had to find somebody else for them. Oh, good for you. Mm -hmm. Good for you to listen to that. You know, animals, they, and it could be an off day. I mean, who knows why, but animals know, they know and they sense it. And we really have to pay attention because in return, that opens up our intuition. It opens up our ability to really go beyond our comfort zone and, and really tune into what's happening, what's happening in our environment around us. What are we hearing, feeling, sensing? So yeah. they are very, very in tune, so to speak. I also want to say that people have animals as guides. You know, spirit guides, some of our spirit guides are animals, right? For example, you know, a lot, of, yes, yes. a lot of people have an eagle, perhaps, or mm -hmm. a bird, or they have, they have their animal as a guide, perhaps, but they also have different animals. You know, they may have the panther or the lion. It's, it's whatever's drawn to you. And it really does resonate. And I want to have people understand that animals have souls, right? So if animals are souls, our spirit guides can be animals. And you can have your loved ones that have departed, that, that they might be a guide. You can have an ascended master be a guide for you if you wish. You may have an animal also who is teaching you. There's something called animal medicine or there are even animal spirit cards if you people can get a deck of cards, so to speak, and just practice with that energy. Because there's no reason to be scared of a snake or a spider or a bat. They are all very mystical you know, like, for example, snakes mean transmutation. Yes. So you may have snake in your totem pole or be a guide for you just for that lesson or just for that day. But animals mean so much more than than what we can remember. So that's always a nice way to look at it is look up animal spirit medicine, get yourself a deck of cards, put your energy on these animal cards, see what what you're drawn to. Because once again, uh, even eagles, let's just take eagles again. Eagles have a keen sight. So maybe there's something that you need to pay attention to that, you know, you you lost sight of, for example, or the eagle could represent, you know, flying at nighttime or flying very quietly and swiftly through the air. So maybe a message to you would be about how you travel, like maybe you want to travel more without, you know, making it an announcement to everyone, maybe just keep Doing what, like staying in your own lane, doing what you need to do to get that job accomplished. Because eagle energy is extremely powerful, as we know. And owl energy is huge. So many people have owl energy right now, which is all about wisdom. And that's really where we're stepping into this fifth dimension, this energy happening. Agreed. Agreed. And owl to me, as, far, as well as wisdom, is about seeing in the dark. Seeing in the dark, seeing through the deception. This deception is dark. Owls have feathers that allow them to fly silently through the night. Yeah. And yes. so there's the, yeah, I love, I love the archetypes of animals. They're, they're so indicative of who and where we are in the moment in our life. Like if you, if for those of you listening, think about your favorite animal. For instance, my partner, his favorite animal is the sea turtle. And it, and it just always has been. That's just, that's his, that's his thing. And there's something in the archetype of that sea turtle that is spiritually, mystically teaching him on a level that he might not be conscious of. And, and the, the, like an archetype for the eagle that you were talking about, to me, the eagle represents spirit. It flies so high. It flies so high up there and it can, it, it's eyesight is second to none. So it doesn't matter how far up it is, it can see everything at the ground at crystal clear level, just like spirit. 
if spirit where it is up, you know, up or about we we say up. So I'm just gonna say up. You know, spirit can see everything around. They know where we are. And, they know what's around the corner. And and you know the qualities for the turtle or the eagle or the owl. You know, if you pull that card or if you resonate with that animal, you probably have those same qualities. Totally right. Wouldn't it, would you agree? Hundred percent. And dolphin. Dolphin is another popular animal, right? A lot of people connect with dolphins or horses or even unicorns. You know, but mm -hmm. it, it it's about it's about going with the flow and opening up your mind and your imagination, opening up the belief that everything is possible, opening up the idea that you are connecting and you are connected with everything in the universe. Yeah. So it's not just reading a book that can teach you. Yes, a book can teach you, but also experiencing or learning about turtles, so to speak, or, you know, swimming with turtles, so to speak, or learning about their life or their lifespan. So just to let you know, there's a, there's a, actually, there's a beautiful Netflix movie called the, my octopus, the teacher or something. My octopus is a teacher. I love that movie. Is that not beautiful? That's so oh, beautiful. you know, I'm I'm pretty sure I cried my eyes out in it because it was so, so touching. And so the connection between that man and that octopus was undeniable. I mean, you, you just you couldn't make that up. You you can't get an octopus to behave that way on camera unless there's something happening, you know, something mystical, something spiritual. That connection. It was it was absolutely beautiful. I loved it too. And, you know, and, and, it, and the octopus would sit on his chest and he would pet the octopus or he would play with the hands and let the, and really the octopus was some is if you felt uplifted from watching that movie and, and how could you not be, but just know that your energy field, my energy field, everyone that watched that movie, we helped shape the earth by raising our vibration and stepping into the possibilities, the endless, infinite possibilities of, my gosh, there's love in the, in the, in the, in the ocean, you know, there's so much love in these animals in the water or not. There was just the possibility of there's a connection that's stronger than the human connection, right? There's a spiritual connection taking place. And how wonderful was it that he created that movie for us to enjoy and yeah. how beautiful that that octopus was so that could be also a guide for someone as well so much to learn and we really have to open up to know that everything was created in our world to help us heal and help us explore and help us expand band. I mean, nature, learning about nature is another one, but yeah, I mean, any type of animal it's, there's no, there's no certain animal. It's whatever you're attracted to. It could be a bumblebee or it could be a giraffe. It could be big or small, or, you know, it's all the above and it's not just one animal. Yeah. Or, you know, you might be experiencing, let's say you live out in the country and suddenly you have a skunk that is just around and around and around. And you're like, go away, go away, go away. The skunk has a message for you. In that moment, the skunk has a message. Or, or let's say mice. You know, I my, if you've got a mouse running around, I guarantee you that mouse has a message for you in that moment. It, it's so true. Yeah. Ants. Ants. If you, if you got I ants mean, running, <laughs> you got a trail of ants. They're, they're there to teach you something too. <laughs> Everything is our aunt, everything is our teacher. And we, we get so, we get so, I don't know, maybe caught up in our life or caught up in our 
thoughts of what we have to do for the day or we don't pay attention anymore. And I believe that's where, what we're all learning now is, hey, we need to either slow down or we need to step into the awareness that we are all spiritual beings having this human experience and we're all spiritual beings having this human animal you know plant kingdom you know everything is everything is living is a living vibration right and really our goal is to find out how we can live in harmony with all of that but you know opening up your intuition by listening to your animals talking to them out loud just like me and you taking them for for whatever they need for their health connecting with them in the best way that you know how is going to create that wonderful bond with this animal. Yes. That's really beautiful. While you were opening up and discovering this connection with the animals, I guess I want to ask like throughout that period, what challenged you? What did you find difficult? And maybe not just so much with your your actual journey, but maybe emotionally with the animals as your as this what challenged you within that period? Well, up and still today, I, I work for, I, I help find missing people and help find missing pets, so to speak. And I have to say that can be challenging when you get so close to finding an animal that's been seen by the neighbors that ran away for some reason, that can be heart wrenching. And then all of a sudden, I don't know where the animal went or all of a sudden something changed and shifted. That is very heart wrenching because you're on the trail, so to speak, looking, helping this person find this animal or a bird, a bird escaped one time. This girl had a bird and very hard, you know, very hard. Also, I've had clients where I've had to say, I, I do believe they're past and they, they do find them, you know, within a few days and then they'd let me know. I do believe that it's heart wrenching when you're stepping out of your comfort zone, doing your best work. And it's not always a happy ending, so to speak, you know, um, because Ooh. animals, you know, they, they, they're ill, they get ill, just like we get ill, I guess. And so we just have to realize that we're going to treat them, you know, the best way we know how, right. but yeah. And then some animals, I guess what's a challenge for me is really helping people understand their animals. They're very open to it, but it seems like, um, it seems like sometimes they're not putting enough time in with their family member, you know, their, yep. their animal is their pet is their family member. And, uh, you know, the, the animal to me is talking to me, giving me the message. And then it's maybe taken the first week or two, and then it kind of goes back into the old habits. So that, that can be kind of tough. Usually most people are really receptive and they do create new habits from my readings with them. And that's been great. But sometimes I do hear that either old habits have come back that are unwanted or, and it's usually the human habit. Yeah. The animal's fine. It's the human habit. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That's, that can be challenging. Uh, yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. I've been talking for 45 minutes already. <laughs> it seems like 10 minutes. <laughs> What last minute words of wisdom would you have to share with everybody with respect to their pets and spirit and the mystical connection that we have with them? You know, what's really, what's really well known or really something I could impart on people is that your animals are connecting with you all the time. They're making that connection. They want to communicate with you all the time. 
And not only you, but they want to connect with everyone that's around. Your animals are great healers. They're great companions. They will help you develop your own intuition or open up to your own abilities just by loving them. Just by loving them and being there for them, they'll help you. Because it's about you stepping into maybe their vibration of that unconditional love that kind of sticks with you. It kind of opens you up as well. And it's easier for you to connect. So as much patience as your animals have with you, please have the same amount of patience with yourself. And, you know, just don't be hard on yourself trying to connect with your, or why isn't it happening? I get that a lot. People say, why can't I connect? And I just want to say it's there. It's there. It's almost as if you have to relax and pretend you're not paying attention. How's that? Pretend you're not listening. Pretend you're not connecting with your animal because then there's no expectation. And that's when everything happens. The magic happens when you're just being yourself, your normal, natural, beautiful self. That's all your animals want for you is to be happy and to be natural. Um, they ask for very little and yet they give, once again, so, so much. So just be natural with them. Talk to them like you would anyone, and they will reward you or give you those messages that will eventually get to you. So just keep that open mind. Yeah. Cheryl, you're amazing. I loved it. I loved talking about animals. How I, can do, we I do too. I do too. So, so, okay, before we go, please tell everybody about what you have going on, what events you have coming up. I know you do your weekly prayer meditation that we want to talk about. So yeah, let everybody know where they can find you and what you have coming up. Thank you. Well, people can reach me through my website at mediumcheryl.com and they can sign up for my newsletter, which I send out five top tools, how to ignite your psychic and mediumistic abilities. Ooh. So you'll receive that. I know by signing up tools that I still use today. Yep. Also, you know, I'll let them know what my upcoming events are. For example, every Sunday I do a healing prayer and meditation circle online. I'm building a beautiful high vibe tribe community. So people who if you're looking for a place to go or you want to fit into something that what we're talking about today, please join my healing prayer circle. It's free to join. I also have two favorite events coming up this month. I'll be with Suzanne Northrup online. We're doing an online mediumship demonstration. That's February 9th. And then I do my circle of love, small group readings, which I love. It's just me and seven or eight other people. And it's online again. And I go around and everyone gets a reading, a spiritual, a psychic that. reading. Everyone gets a reading. So it's a very nice time, very intimate. And that information, all of those events, they're on my website at Medium Cheryl. Yeah, I, I love I love what I do. And I'm happy that I'm able to offer them and be available. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Cheryl, for being here. And I feel like we really just touch the tip of the iceberg. There's so much to talk about. So I would, I hope you would like to come back sometime. We have a lot to talk about. I would love to. I would love to. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to the Something Super Spiritual Podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy this episode, please do share it with a friend. For show notes, links, and to purchase a mediumship reading, my website is somethingsuperspiritual.com. You can also easily subscribe and follow the show on your favorite app, sign up for my newsletter for bonus content, and to keep the conversation going, you can easily join the Facebook community. It's all right there at the website, somethingsuperspiritual.com. Signing off for now, namaste. Namaste.